Welcome to episode seven now. Seven. Seven of your yeah. friendly neighborhood musician. I am Ben. I'm Alex. And today we got Logan's Circle. Uh, how you guys doing today? Good. Doing good. Good, good. Why don't you guys go around and introduce yourselves real quick? Sure. I'm Sean. I play drums. I'm uh, Kaylee. I play bass and sing backup vocals. And I'm Joey, and I play guitar and sing. Awesome. Okay. Um, so... You guys currently in the studio, so if you hear uh, music in the background, that might be what you hear is Come Clean doing some music stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, you guys put out uh, an EP this year as well, right? Uh, yeah. Self-titled, <laughs> yeah. a tight four songs. Uh, tell us about that, because uh, it's really dang good. Like, it sounds bombastic. Seriously. It sounds right? huge. And, and you guys said a three-piece, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah. It? yeah. Again, the three-piece. Yeah, I know. We would do <laughs> Getting all three pieces. So yeah, t- tell us about it. Well, I think we have Blake to thank for a lot of that. Yeah, he he produced sure. that album as well. And I okay. think especially with a lot of those guitar layers too, him yeah. and Joey work closely trying mm. to, to work that out and fill out the sound for, for the EP. I think uh, what stands out about that one too, and I think this is just maybe Blake's thing, is the drums. Because um, there, there's just a lot of times where like the strings are just kind of like, pushing along but then out of nowhere comes just this gut punch of either a kick or a snare he really knows how to nail those two mm-hmm. um so that makes a lot of sense he also <laughs> did some production work with i think some some strings like oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it sounds really good are you guys working on any new material yeah we got a few songs that we've been working on but they're still in writing Okay. In the writing stage. Early, yeah. early phases. It's been tough this year, as I'm sure yeah. you guys know. Yeah. Yeah. Just getting together, writing, uh, being able to practice. Uh, it's definitely throwing a wrench in the works, but yeah, we're still, still been, writing when we can. Yeah, 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 and like passing parts around. Like Joey the other day was like, yo, check out, I figured out this riff. Where do you think we can throw <laughs> this in? There's little yeah. things here and there to try and supplement the time we can't spend together. Yeah. So. It, I think it's, it's really interesting because... I think we're having to really force ourselves to try different things as far as like, well, we can't write in the same room as easily, so I'm going to email you something. Check it out. And it's really like now that person is alone with that you know, that track or that, that lick or whatever, and it's really forcing a different perspective as to how you write. Because typically you're in a room, you're, you're looking at each other, you're like, you like that? Yeah, you like it. You like it? No, okay. okay we, we can adjust that right now. Whereas now it's like, the person can receive it and they're like, mm, well, I don't like this at all, but you know, I'll, I'll write to it. And they're like, oh, okay, well, I get to it. So has there been any challenges that you guys have run into with that? Um, so when we started out, we did a very, it was more of a studio project. We just oh. all worked together. So we had an electric kit and we were running guitars just through like a DAW. Yeah. And um, it was really stale and boring. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, it just, like, I didn't like any of the music that came out, and uh, I don't feel like they did either, but... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the worst, but it, it, yeah. it, it lacks that feeling when yeah. you're in yeah. the room, like, all playing and feeding off each other's energy. This is energy. the beginning, right? Is what yeah. you oh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of getting you, you're just kind of, like, feeling the water, kind of, yeah. Right, oh, yeah. you know, so... So we scratched that idea, and then we brought in, like, Sean's drums, and like half stacks and yeah. all that yeah. stuff so you can feel it and it put a lot more energy in the music yes. so getting away from that and not being able to do that as much uh, it's right back to that Like we're just trying to navigate because I'm very much I like to feel the music when mm-hmm. I'm playing it I'm not 
I do not want to sit there with headphones on and just be like, oh yeah, this is a good riff. I can't. I sit. I'll sit at home and I'm like, I'm gonna write something cool. I'm gonna send it to Ben, and I'm sit there for like hours and I'm like, everything's fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's all sucks. And then yeah. yeah. It and you don't have the give and take that you have in band practice. Yeah. Yeah. Like because it's instant. It's not. Oh, I'm at work. I'll listen to it when I get home. Yeah. And then the idea kind of fades. Mm-hmm. For sure, it definitely slows the process down overall, but yeah, we all got to adapt this year, so yeah. doing we're what we can. We're working on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I like to hear that. I'm glad to see you guys around. Uh, unfortunately, obviously, 2020 has also claimed a lot of bands. A lot of bands I've seen have just called it quits. Uh, they don't. They just don't want to do it no more. They got you know life just happening. Um, so I'm really excited because y'all have a really cool sound. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about it um, earlier, and I, I get some like I personally get some like simple plan uh, just thrown in there. You, you guys have some solid melodies that's just reminiscent of that. Uh, but just kind of what throws it off is just that like that big sound. It's just and, no, I, I didn't say it was heavy, but like you're like you're definitely like you want to get heavy. I guess that's it's like we want to get heavy. It's okay. Yeah. Did you guys play in standard? Uh, drop D flat. Drop D flat. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that's that's, that's kind of what I could. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, tell us about your your rigs and your gear. What do you, you guys run there? Um, you want to go first? <laughs> sure. Okay. So I'm running uh, Zildjian custom A symbols. I got an OCDP kit mm-hmm. and. Um, just various hard ways to go with it. Big yeah. sticks, I guess, but pretty standard. Okay, fair enough. Do you play a four-piece or a five? Um, uh, be two toms, bass drum, and a snare drum. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Right on. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. Uh, well, right now I'm playing a fretless Fender jazz bass, which oh. has been a lot of fun, kind of experimenting, especially with this style music. Yeah. Um, it definitely, it's had a learning curve, but um, that's been interesting to say the least. Um, and then I've got an Ampeg 4x10 uh, yeah. TC Electronica, little amp head. Just enough power for what we need. So. That is actually really cool. So fretless. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I've only dabbled with one like maybe once or twice, and the tone is just. It's it's a different animal. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. Flat round strings. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's my next question. <laughs> that, yeah, that's Definitely. super cool. God, such a. So now, do you use a pick or do you use your fingers? I use my fingers. Wow. I mean, I'll be using a pick today, obviously, with recording. You want to kind of yeah. get that yeah. clarity and consistency, but. Yeah, I play with my fingers. So. That is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I wasn't expecting that. Um, does that like dictate y'all sound a lot? Like, do you do you find yourself having to like adjust towards the band a lot, or does the band kind of cater to to the sound you have? I think it's probably a little bit of both. Okay. Um, there definitely, and it depends on like who's starting and who's creating, like. So for Moved On off our EP, uh-huh. I had come up with that bass riff and was just messing around at practice. Ooh. And then Joey was like, wait, 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 play that again. Yeah. And so that kind of, I think that sound was probably more shaped around me. Okay. Whereas like Heartless Calamity, Joey came to us with that riff and I just kind of filled in the gaps. Yeah. You know? so. Which I got to say, I do appreciate Moved I don't know. I like it when uh, instruments have a moment to shine. Uh, so 
kudos to that one. That, that one's a, a, a solid track. Probably one of my favorites off the EP. Thank um, you. So yeah, no, no, <laughs> nice. more more to to your writing style. Uh, and, and what about yourself? There you go. There you go. I had a JCM nine hundred fifty watt tube amp. Oh. From nineteen ninety four. It's old. Almost vintage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I fill it through a two twelve cab. A Marshall um, as well, or? It's actually. So it's a Line 6 box, but um, uh-huh. different speakers. I got it for like 40 bucks. I used to play it through a Marshall cab, but <laughs> I went to the 212s because it was a lot easier to move. Um, yeah. And then Gibson Les Paul is my main guitar. I got Seymour Duncan Nazgul. Oh, really? Yeah, they're really hot pickups. What made you want to do that? So, me and Sean are actually in a post-hardcore band before okay. we did this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is, yeah, Which that's a whole... Which is where the sound comes from, yeah. too. Right. So. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it works. Yeah. And then, if I want a lighter sound, like a more um, pop-punky sound, I have a Fender Tully. I have a lot of guitars. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a Tully guy, so, yeah. so I like that you have one. Is it a single coil, or do you have a humbucker? Yeah, it's a single coil up front, and then the tube, whatever, in the back. Yeah. But, maple neck. Yeah. I like you. Pedals? <laughs> I, I, I like you, man. Do you have any pedals? Or? Uh, yeah. I, have, I don't really use them much. <laughs> Does he have pedals? Yeah. The pedal board? I don't <laughs> use them much. Um, I mostly run MXR pedals. Oh, okay. right on. Just because I wanted the true bypass. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like, recently I got a TC Electronic Nova system. Ooh, like, just okay. dabbling in it a little bit. But for most of our stuff, I'm just... Um, Switching between A and B channels on the the Marshall. On the amp. Yeah. That's a that's a hell of an amp. I uh, for the longest time wanted an eight hundred, and then I found out that there's a price associated with those, and I was like, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> and then I looked into the nine hundreds, and I was like, they're they're pretty much as good as yeah. the eight hundred. Uh, I just could never find them. Was the issue, and yeah. I think it's because people realize, well, yeah, if you can't get an eight hundred, the nine hundred does just fine. Um, so eventually, wound up with like a two thousand, but it still wasn't that sound. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. All right. Did, obviously, you guys, uh, you said you were you were newer, right? When did you guys first form? Uh, that's been a long story. So yeah, yeah. Um, they had played in a pop punk band days in may uh before i moved down here from massachusetts oh okay um but i moved down about five years ago and as joey's mentioned we started a post-hardcore band the great fall so uh we were playing in that for a few years and then that kind of died out and then we're looking more of a mainstream type deal so we started um logan circle and then he knew kaylee from the old band so brought her in and that's kind of how we got formed this time around yeah but yeah, uh, Joey and I have been playing for probably like the last five years straight. Wow. Got, what have you guys been playing for? Like 10 years? That's been a while. I guess, yeah, in total. Yeah. There is, you know, obviously a little Gaps, break yeah. in there. Yeah. I think we were probably in Days of May together for four four years. Yeah, for I don't a know. While. That lineup rotated for yeah. that band a little bit. But. Wow. But yeah, I think we've been doing this about two years now. Yeah. Yeah. We put the EP out last year, but we had been working on it for six to eight months, just getting it the way we wanted it, mm, okay. the sound. So, because we weren't in a hurry. It was yeah. a studio project, so it was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Then, uh, <laughs> we all got the itch to play shows again, so. And 
So in that time, were you guys able to play many shows? No. Uh, we played one show. No. So far. Oh, no. Last December, yeah. we had other shows lined up. Uh, like we were supposed to open up for the Ataris, but that got canceled. I, I was going to ask about that. Yeah. So I mean, we, we're really hoping to use that as a jumping-off point. Uh, we released the EP three weeks before that what show. What a jumping-off point! Literally, drop that, and three weeks later, play with the Ataris. Um, that would have been great, but. Hopefully they'll reschedule that. I mean, we'll we'll get that in, but yeah, so far we just have the one show. Um, where is it at? Uh, Emerge. Emerge, yeah, Emerald. Oh. Played with uh, Paulina. Yeah. Yeah, rip. That was a fun show. Yeah, it was good, but looking for more shows to come up in the future for sure. Yeah. But I mean, for to just have one, that's a that's a great venue. It was, it was one of my favorite places to play because I, I think I had one of the best on stage sounds mm-hmm. oh, um, oh yeah it's one of the few so places professional yeah and that's it, yeah so it's one of the few places where i didn't feel like i had to crank up my amp and i have a fender so i mean beyond two is sheer death <laughs> uh, so they were like oh it's too loud i'm like okay well i'll dial it back to like one and a half i guess uh and it was always a great experience because then it's like everywhere i go on stage i can hear myself equally it doesn't matter because i like to move around a lot um but no that, that's that's great and and honestly if you guys keep at it the way you're keeping at it, whenever shows open back up again, it's just going to be an explosion of people just want bands, you know, because right. at this point people have been pent up. Nobody responsible has been to like a live show and I mean, it's going to be a year soon and that's right. the scary part. And I think there's just going to be such a demand for, for people to want to see shows. And, and I think it's going to be one of those things where like a Monday night show doesn't matter anymore. Like yeah, it's, there's right? going to be people no there. Right? Right? Just yeah. to get out. Yeah. Just because yeah. you've been cooped up inside. People were working from home. Right. Uh, but live but, shows just aren't the same. Yeah. No. Not the same I mean, energy at all. So I agree. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very excited. Um, especially if, if, you know when things open back up for the D- the DIY scene around here um, we, we've been fortunate enough to be active with, with that and they're always asking for for new bands you know who do you recommend definitely we'll throw you guys in the mix there because it's like they're mm-hmm. always there's always just a demand for just people and sometimes uh, you know some bands that want to play the same city twice in one month well it's different crowds you know it doesn't matter if you're yeah. playing at Emerge and then somebody's house that's two different crowds you're going right. to play to take advantage yeah, of yeah right like how often are you gonna really i mean you play one night you can play every night in the same city at different places you're probably gonna play to different people different people yeah. every time yeah because yeah. the lineup's gonna be different mm-hmm. yeah. what, what was the lineup at, at a merger um Pollyanna I know was the headliners uh Ooh. three ways to Sunday, I believe. Yeah, oh, was yeah. also yeah. their okay. first show. So that was really cool having yes. that experience with them. Oh, that's um, fantastic. And then Keys. Keys, yeah. From Fayetteville. Oh, uh, okay. she she was really great too. Yeah. But yeah, it was a really good show. Mm-hmm. I mean we at that point we were expecting that just to be our first show and then we'll <laughs> kinda of take hit the round ground running, but yeah. yeah. We all know what happened there. <laughs> well, it is what it is, I suppose. Um, so that being said, uh, I want to get to know y- uh, y'all a little bit better. Uh, so uh, we asked this with uh, Come Clean. Curious about y'all's answer. Uh, what is something that you all collect? That you have a passion? Of music. Yeah, well, nothing to do with music. We're just going <laughs> to dive into you as, as people. What is something you like to collect? Uh, for example, I have an obsession with uh, Funko Pops. 
and I just can't seem to, to like stop. And I love Pokemon, so they recently started releasing Pokemon as Funko Pops. Oh, nice. And that's become really dangerous, just because it's like every time I see them, it's like, well, let me get that one. Um, so yeah, what's, what's something y'all... Well, for me, I guess it would be either hockey jerseys or band t-shirts for the oh, most really? part. Um, I don't really have any like collectibles yeah. per se, so I guess that would be it for me. Now, do you do you play hockey or do you just like yeah, watching? Okay, you do. I actually grew up playing hockey my whole life, so I did hockey before music really, and then wow. when my career kind of ended there, I've kind of dabbled over into music and been taking it since then. But yeah, huge on hockey, love playing it. Do you, there are did you do you play recreationally or um like right now yeah i i did up until like COVID happened they closed down the rings but yeah i do a men's league still here and there let's do do you know uh uh, jeff from penalty box oh yeah we were actually talking about hockey that's how we got connected on facebook (laughs) yeah he's like you gotta meet like my guitarist he loves hockey like you guys would hit it off yeah just reminded me of that because he 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 also plays in a rec league too yeah yeah. Yeah, they were mentioning we're trying to catch up, you know, play some roller hockey or street hockey or something. Absolutely. This hasn't happened yet, but yeah, that was the first thing. Penalty box uh, for you who don't get it, it's a hockey reference. <laughs> so that was like the first thing I saw. I was like, yeah. And then they have like the guy on their t-shirt yep. in the penalty box. I was like, I need this shirt stat. Yeah. Like this is my life story. Hey, it's both your things combined into one, you know? Uh, right. Yeah. I love hockey. I love music. So you combine those two. That's pretty much it for me. If you guys ever get up and just mess around i'd like to join um i'm, I'm not good at skating i'm not good at i, I just from being a kid I, I watched the mighty ducks movies and after the Classic. third one i was like i want to play hockey and it's funny because over thanksgiving i went to see my parents uh for the first time in forever and my mom was like oh do you need this and she brought my old hockey stick now the thing that never clicked in my head was there's a right-handed and a left-handed stick yeah, and this right. is clearly a left-handed stick and that would explain why it was just never good every time i hit it it'd always go like some other direction huh. um, <laughs> you're righty. yeah yeah so it turns out i'm, I'm righty um just let me know i'd like to I, i'm always down me for too. trying out a new sport uh, i think hockey is one of those it's like if I could do my life over, I would either do boxing or hockey. Those would oh, be like okay. the two sports I'd love to like dabble into. Not that soccer or swimming or yeah. track was bad, but like those just seemed so cool. I yeah, did roller. I did roller for like a year and a half. Oh, okay. When I was younger. Wasn't I did not know this. <laughs> you didn't know did that? you? Yeah. And, uh, I wasn't good. Yeah. I, was, I mean, I was like, I think I was like 13, but like the league I was in, they I think they just started it. And they didn't really know how to pair the age groups. Oh, shit. So they're like, 13-year-olds can totally play with the 16-year-olds. And I'm just like, getting just... Destroyed. Destroyed, yeah. Right? <laughs> right? And I'm just like, oh, well, all right, this is this is it for me. And then, but I still won. I almost got back into it. Yeah. On ice, though. And oh, that's I a feel whole, like it's even dangerous, more dangerous because of the blades. My, yeah, I definitely like prefer to ice before blades for sure. Okay. I feel like I have more control. It's hard to do a stop on blades, so yeah. I can do a hockey stop on ice easy. But I can't do a hockey stop on one side on ice. Uh, I can okay. only do it on yeah that way. I can't really? do it this way. 
That's fine. I just I go know. to the wall. That's great. Yeah. The wall stops me. I was doing the pizza stop. Yeah. <laughs> pizza, <laughs> french fries. Pizza, pizza, french fries. Don't pizza when you french fry. We're going to have a bad time. time. I'll tell you what. My, my wife and I, for uh, Valentine's, uh, I took her up to West Virginia to do uh, s- skiing. Uh, I didn't know they also offered snowboarding. So I thought I skate a little bit. That might translate better uh so we go there she does skiing i do i do snowboarding but i decided to take the lesson she decides now i'm gonna just do it on my own okay and so she goes up the lift that's the last i see her for a bit and i i take a lesson this guy was just he he, he was so high like he was just was <laughs> so not elaborate about his instructions like just get up and let the snow take i'm like the snow's not taking me anywhere just I don't go know. down the hill <laughs> yeah he made it seem so easy long story short towards the end of it i we were going downhill and we were supposed to turn. I didn't remember how to turn efficiently. I fell backwards and I'm pretty sure I got a concussion. I stood back up and then fell straight forward. And as I was just like fumbling to get to my knees, I hear somebody just screaming, flying by me. And I was like, well, at least I'm not that person. Kind of find out that's my wife and she forgot to pizza. She just kept fish <laughs> And I told her, I was like, the one thing I told you to do, she was like, I know. She's like, I just couldn't stop and I didn't know what to do. And I was like, but she stood up. She's like, I didn't. Like at the very end, I guess she hit a bump and she went up a little bit and just ate shit. I mean, oh. she would just stand there. Her, her one ski went fly in February and this little kid brought it to her and he was like, ma'am, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I'll just take my ski. And then she couldn't get up. So two little six-year-olds had to like lift her up. Uh, yeah, it was hilarious. Um, but uh, is, is it the same with skis? Like like blades? Sorry. Um, I mean, you could use that. Like we we're talking about the hockey stuff. That's probably your best bet. But worst case, a lot of uh, first-timers or beginners will start out with that just to get it they don't like to do the full like side swipe stop it feels and, terrifying right i uh I, I mean i go to the ice rink i, I like skiing like it's, it's actually really fun i just can't stop i i can go but that's it i, I can't stop Luis mendoza <laughs> <laughs> I at least there's fast, boards but... in hockey though so yeah. you, you can't only go too far okay good 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 good, good. sorry to get derailed okay what about y'all <laughs> collections trying to think i mean uh collect a bunch of vinyl although that's pretty music related that is but um, it's not music instruments so we'll allow it fair, yeah fair yeah um yeah i started collecting probably uh, 10 years ago now okay um i had inherited a bunch of my grandma's records uh and then picked up a player and was like okay let's start pulling the things that i want and rare finds i just picked up the uh 10-year box set of the Wonder Years Suburbia and Upsides. No way. Super hype. Congrats on that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What would you say is your rarest piece that you have? My rarest piece? Um, Gosh, that's hard. I'll give you time to think on that one. When I I was collecting as well, I, I love the Mars Volta. And I found out that it's not hard to get them. But when I started, there was a, a repress of MP texture. So I picked that up and I was like, well, now I got to collect them all. And then through like very lucky finds, I was able to get a few. Um, but I told myself in my head, never pay more than $100 for any one record. And I was able to get one for just at 100 bucks, which was right at the max. And then when I turned around and, and, and sold those pieces, they each um, brought in like 200 a piece. And then just recently they reprinted them. And I'm so excited because like usually vinyl prices go back down because they're like, okay, well now they're accessible again. Unless it's like the first pressing or something like that. So I'd say during my time, that was my rarest piece. But what about you? 
Um, well, okay. So there's this band called Future Teens from yeah, Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love them. That's been my newest obsession. Uh, <laughs> but I got they did a Sensitive Sessions uh, little EP. Yeah. Um, and I swooped and got that. That's one out of five hundred, I think. Um, so that's probably that's probably the rarest piece yeah. I had. Um, so. When Tiny Moving Parts came to play at Kings recently, uh, recently like a year ago. Um, <laughs> They at that show were doing like a uh, during the shows and that tour specifically a two side seven inch, and I just did not have the money. I forgot my wallet at home, so I was like, "This sucks." And uh, by the time I got in my car, I saw them posted that they already sold out, and I was like, "Well, so much for that." <laughs> but I love it when bands do that type. Yeah. It's like really limited pressing. Was it a cool color? Um. Well, so. They did 250 in gold, and I didn't quite get to that one, so it is just black, <laughs> okay. but it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I also just thought of I've got the uh, Flexi for <gasps> Orchard Park by oh, Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties, and I picked it up when I saw him in Greensboro, so I got him to sign it too. So that one's pretty dope. That's, That's so cool. cool. <laughs> Oh my gosh, flexies are so cool. I didn't know how what they were, and then I finally held one. I was like, I don't, a, I don't want to hold that because I feel like I'm gonna break it. But two, it's also like, I don't know, physical media to me still doesn't make sense. You could explain to me a million times how vinyl works. It's I still don't get it. Like to me, there's no music in that little crevice and the knee. I don't, I don't get that. But flexies a whole different story. So that's that's really cool. And what about what about you? What do you collect? Not much. Besides guitars, yeah, not much. Vehicles, maybe. Oh, okay. Well, he's so. a he's a vehicles guy. What do you got? I got a '95 Camaro Z28 that I bought when I was okay. 16. Oh wow! Wow, and jeez. I got a '77 Chevy K10. Oh wow! And then a old um, Kawasaki. Kawasaki Ninja that I oh, my turned gosh. into. <laughs> I remember that. I was doing as a kid, like. Yeah. Seeing those and like everybody knew about them, everybody wanted one. Yeah. Posters. I turned it into a Street Fighter kind Ooh. of bike. Oh. So it stripped all the fairings and everything. Yeah. Just has the circle headlight up front. But that's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Other than guitars, I don't really collect a bunch. <laughs> well, that's so so that's the only how many guitars do you have though? I had twelve at one point. <gasps> Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. And what was your favorite one? Um, my favorite one is I have a Martin DXM, which is like a cheaper one. But still, yeah, it was built. Martin. It was built. It was one of the ones that was built in the United States before they yeah. moved everything mm-hmm. to Mexico. And I had wanted that guitar for years and years and years. And I finally bought it. I was like, oh. <laughs> so they don't make any Martins anymore. They make them, but the the lower end. It's more like an entry level mm-hmm. one because it's a. Uh, it's made almost from like a particle. So board. the expensive ones are made in Mexico. In the United States. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. The DX series are made in like Mexico now, mm-hmm. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, but this was one of the ones that was made in the United States before they started making them there. Oh, okay. That's coconuts. Yeah. yeah. I love a Martin. I want a, a D16 at some point. I have two two guitars. I like my dream guitars. One is like a 1950s Fiesta Red Strat. I love a Strat. Oh, yeah. And I, at one point, I want to get one and then play it from time to time and then i want to get like a martin d16 i just love a the look of it and just the sound of it yeah. there's nothing like a sound of a martin nope no, it's just yeah. got a deep body it, it, that's yeah. the thing yeah I mean, like every time i play one I'm like i play <laughs> i play acoustic sometimes if it just doesn't have, doesn't have that like low resonance that like 
trembles through your body. It just doesn't do it for me. It's like, yeah, yeah this is just a little, little toy, I guess. Like the one I have right now is a Carol, Carl Rebelli mm-hmm. that my grandma gave me. So I'm not going to get rid of it because Graham Grams gave it to me. Yeah. But uh, it just doesn't do it for me in that regard. So, yeah, it is what it is. I think if I could get one, it would be a Gibson grabber. Really? Oh, if I can get one of those. Oh, man, hell wow. yeah. Yeah, dude, the tone you get out of that. It's different for sure. It's different, yeah. That or, uh, I don't know. I don't like buying used. That's the problem with me. You don't? I love used. I don't like buying used. I got a 1960s Gibson classical guitar that I ended up, I sold it to one of my friend's dad because he's he's going to restore it, but I I got it for like 200 bucks. Yeah. You can't see my job, right? But <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nah, it was a cool guitar. Wow. And then I had an '83 Gibson Les Paul Studio that I sold to. It was white. How was how often do you like go through guitars here? Um, so I have my like main guitars that I hold on to. Yeah. Like my first Squire Strat, I still have. Yeah, same around. here. <laughs> like, that's what I learned to do guitar wiring stuff on because it never works right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I've got. A Tele project that's an Esquire. It's wire like an Esquire. I love Esquires. Yeah. And uh, it's seafoam green, and I <sighs> reliced it. And um, I got a Jackson Dinky with the Floyd Rose. <gasps> no way. It was my first real guitar. Yeah. And then uh, Gibson Les Paul Classic. This is my graduation present. It's 2008. <sighs> and then the Gibson Les Paul Studio that I use for shows. Yeah. And then I got just a Mexican Strat. Takamini that I got oh, off a guy okay who it went on a mission trip to Africa and it came back and the case was all messed up and he's like I'll take 40 bucks for it I was like I'll give you 40 I'll oh my god <laughs> yeah. jeez yeah, so what can I get these kind of fucking deals so you find the deals I used to get really lucky at finding like, deals and yeah. I, I don't as much anymore like Same. my Les Paul studio I got for $500 and it still had the the Gibson the, certificate the, card and all that stuff in what? it. What? Yeah. Well, this is just upsetting me. <laughs> well, that's good for you. Yeah. I think the best thing I ever found was uh, not too far from here. There was a guy who was selling a uh, a Taiwanese uh, Boss CE2, so that chorus like vintage mm-hmm. chorus pedal. Yeah. Like near mint condition. He sold it for like forty bucks, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll pick that up." Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know. When I think of chorus, I just don't think of that pedal. I just didn't think it had enough depth to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, 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 I sold it. And I sold it for a profit, obviously. But I just haven't found a chorus pedal that like has that depth for me. Uh, I'm looking into like a Chase Bliss one right now, and a couple other ones. But I don't know. Chorus to me is just I, I don't know. It sounds different in my head than what I'm able to replicate with my guitar. Yeah, I think so. my Spectre is the one that I got lucky on. Yeah. Yeah, because we got it. I think for like almost. It was under $500. Wow. Neck through, Spectre, four-string, NS, it's an NS2000, so they don't even make that body style anymore. Yeah. Except for, no, well, okay, they make one, and it's the, between the Baronimi's bass player's signature, damn mm-hmm. rigs, okay. that's it. Yeah. And then they don't make it anymore, so. That's fair. And so that was, because like brand new, things like, what about like $1,200? So... It's got just a little nick at the top of the headstock. That you know, I'm like, all right, that doesn't affect yeah. the sound like at but all. Sometimes that's hundreds of dollars <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> fuck it, okay. It still yeah. works the same. Yeah, still sounds amazing. 
Well, if I find any deals, I hit you guys up because I I can't. I don't have room for anything. At some else. point, you gotta be like, All right, <laughs> yeah. that, well, I don't have enough room either. And like, uh, a mutual buddy of ours gave gave me an old Alvarez, right? And I'm like, I just got rid of a guitar, and here I am. Sure, I'll take it. And yeah. it's the guitar I play it with now. Um, but it's like people say, Oh, you play guitar? Here's this old one. And I'm like, Okay, like I got this old harmony you that my grandma gave. He's got, just he's got a lot of project guitars. I like building them. Yeah, yeah I yeah. do too. I love uh, having a project. Yeah, like for yeah. me, it, it came from <laughs> when I was in high school. My dad one day came home with like a bass, uh, a flying V, and uh, a drum set. And he said, "Pick one." He's like, "You're gonna learn to play music with me." And I was like, "All right, sure." And so I first picked out the drums, but I loved this this like sparkly red court flying V that he got and it was just the coolest thing in the world I felt so cool just playing on it and I learned on that a little bit until one day it broke and so I took it down to a very local shop that's not here anymore uh, over at 4042 and I took it and I was like you know can you fix it he was like Man, it's kind of broken. He's like, it's going to take some work to get it up and running. He's like, have you thought about just trading it in? I was like, well, no, but if it's going to take that much, sure. What what have you got for a trade? And he's like, I got these pasty 302 hi-hats. And I was like, whoa. I was like, maybe if it's broken, this is a sweet deal. And they were like $50 hi-hats. They weren't anything special. Uh, Come to find out, like a week later, it was on sale. But he had it for like $400. And I was like... I, those hi hats weren't four hundred dollars, and and so I asked one of the other guys, I'm like, well, "Oh, what was up with this one?" He's like, "Oh, we just repaired the jack," and I was like, "What do you mean by that?" He's like, "Oh, the jack fell through. Some kid traded it in. We just put a new um, nut on there, and it works." And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> and so from that day, I said, "I'm gonna learn how to fix a guitar to never be suckered like that again." Because yeah. it hurt. Like I love that guitar. It was so cool, and if. I could help it. It'd probably be the guitar I play now. But um, in high school, for my senior project, I, I built a, a Telecaster, and uh, I like that one as well. But you've also mingled with, with modding? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's cheaper for me to do it than to pay someone else to do it. Yeah. Do you ever buy anything, whether it's new or used, and there's like, I mean, other than strings, like, you like always change something on it, or? Um, no, not necessarily. The so like I wouldn't say every time I change something. A lot of times <laughs> I'll run with it for a little bit. Like the my studio, I left stock for a little while, and I was like, oh, I want something. Because <laughs> the stock pickups in that are just they sound muddy yeah. once you yeah. get to those higher gain levels. But um, my telly, as soon as I got it, I put a black pick guard on it because I just like black pick guards. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But, um, yeah, if I buy something new, I normally keep it stocked for a little while because I don't have any money left. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. That is fair. Okay, well, that's fair. Um, so, kind of to branch into a whole different segment of things. We just jump around a lot here. Um, what is uh, something nerdy that you're into? Like something just geeky, nerdy, something that just nobody would know just from looking at you, but you're like, oh, secretly, I really like this. Like, I love Legos. And I still, my mom recently gave me all my Legos that I had as a kid, and I have a little room where you I just have go. should a Lego party. I, I would be okay with that. I love oh building with Legos. Uh, my dad, ever since I was a kid, challenged me to one day use all the Legos to build something, and I'll, I'll figure that out. But yeah, what did what you guys pull the veil back uh, a little bit? I still have all my old Pokemon cards. <gasps> They're in my house. This is like the third episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love them, all right? Holographic Charizard. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like... I haven't like, in a while, but that's... Really? Like, I have hundreds. I collected them like crazy. Do you have a PR. binder? Yep. Oh, you do? I have a Darth Vader binder. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> it's so but I ran out of room in the binder, so now I have like Ziploc bags full of them, too. No so, way. Yeah. Oh, I pulled man. them out because my niece is into them now, so I was like looking through them. Uh, it's crazy. I didn't realize I had that many. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, this is quite a bit. Yeah. All right, so Pokemon cards? I'm not really sure, honestly. I can, nothing off the top. I'm jealous that you still have your Pokemon yeah. card collection. This is not something you collect, just, you know. Something that like you're a fan of. What's I work at a bookstore. That's pretty nerdy. What? So I work okay. at Barnes & Noble. I'm That's the, really cool. Yeah, yeah. So. To be honest, not to be mean. You look like you would work at Barnes & Noble. That's fair, that's fair. For sure, Do you work, like... At the like as a uh, barista, or do you actually work like in the store? I'm the uh, the cafe manager actually, so I'm okay. up there in the cafe. But I still I'll be out on the floor sometimes helping customers, oh, wow. pulling okay. stuff, Doing it receiving. All. Yeah, I envy. That's awesome. I envy yeah. you because I don't drink coffee, but I love the smell of any coffee shop that I've ever. It's just I don't know what it is. I, I don't drink it, but I love the smell of You're it. It out. is. Oh yeah, yeah. Missing out on coffee. Dude. That's what I've been told. I was told the same about wine and me. Ooh, you're missing out. <laughs> I love wine. <laughs> so that's fair. So do you have a? Do you personally have a book that you're like, this is my jam oh, here, yeah. or something you've collected? Oh, um, I've got I've got a copy of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy that mm-hmm. my dad had gotten when he was like, oh my ten gosh. years old, and passed down to me. So that's that's pretty cool that is wow really cool takes up a lot of space on the bookshelf but it's worth it uh, i'm <laughs> sure i realized that, that how old that book is oh yeah it's, how, how old are we talking about it was i want to say early 80s nothing older than that even earlier wow yeah because they made a tv they made a tv show yeah in the, in, on bbc what and, and it was i think in the 80s it's on, uh, it's on Hulu right now. Yeah. Go check it out. Okay. Well, hey, I didn't know that. And I do have Hulu, so I might. Because uh, yeah. I enjoyed the movie. I thought the movie was kind of fun. Yeah, I never read the book. My friend told me about the book, and but I, I, I feel like I should have read the book. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I hate to say I'm not big into reading. I love watching things more than I'm into reading. Uh, but I like a good graphic novel. They, they That made sense to me. I don't know why, but pictures, like, yeah, that makes sense <laughs> to me. My girlfriend's kid asked me why. Why do you read comic books? <laughs> she goes, why don't you read regular books? And I was like, all right, you better watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and like, no, but I was like, I was like, I don't know. It just, it's time. It's like you're reading a good story with a little extra. Plus, I mean, because there are books sometimes where I won't buy it because I don't like the artwork. I just don't like it. You know, like my some of my favorite. Okay, so Batman, Jim Lee, Hush, everything, like that run of Batman comics is like, to me, the best that it's going to get. Mm-hmm. It's the best, and that's the best artwork. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you find the, the date? It, the, uh, I don't have enough service to get anything pulled up. Yeah, yeah, we are, if anyone we are else wants to get a shot. 
you need to call 911. Nobody's coming. <laughs> We're out of sticks. I mean, God, I think I want to say that's the 70s. Yeah. That's coconut still. Yeah, I mean that the, the what it's written about, you know. Yeah, well, that's the thing that's part that's crazy to me is that it's written so far back, and then it, it still holds validity now. I guess I don't know. I but I guess comics do that as well. Oh yeah, it's yeah. looking like '79. So the first time I'm finding right now. Okay, but we'll take that as the official answer yeah. until we get corrected. <laughs> otherwise, we'll edit this. Um, fair enough. Books, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Do, are you one that likes the smell of old books? Oh yeah. I love yeah. that. For um, sure. There was an old bookstore in Wilmington that I would just walk in there just to smell it. Uh, don't laugh! Like don't smells. laugh! It's a it's a good <laughs> you smell. You like smells. I like. And here's the funny part: I have a I bad sense of smell. But I love the smell of them. Yeah. I don't drink coffee, but I, I like the smell. I only read books for the smell. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, true. It's true. <laughs> okay. So lastly, uh, nerdy outside of video games like Xbox, I guess. Coming along with Joey, uh, hockey cards. That would be my nerdy really? stuff. Yeah. Okay. Still- a lot of my stuff's gonna be hockey related. Just Do you FYI. Still collect them? Um, no, I haven't since probably like high school. But as he said, I have like boxes, binders full. This loose Whoa. ones. I, I probably have like ten thousand cards. I would say at this okay. point, just tons of boxes full at my parents' house. Still, I haven't gone into them uh, in a while. Does this passion from hockey come from like someone else, or is this like you just found it one day and it was just the greatest thing for you? Uh, it's actually definitely because of my dad. Okay. Um, my dad uh, is from Canada, Alberta, part by by uh, Edmonton area. Okay. And so he grew up playing hockey his whole life. He was actually uh, drafted by the Chicago Blackhawks, and then Ooh, whoa. Um, yeah, so hockey has always been in his family, and then <laughs> obviously naturally got to pass it down to your kids. So that's. I've been on skate since I was like two or three. Wow. So. You think what it, how pissed off would he have been? You're like, I'm going to play baseball. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hockey was always my main sport. I always played like soccer, lacrosse, baseball outside of it. But okay. hockey was always number one. The rest was just to stay in shape for hockey. Yeah, right. Just pretty much. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And now you drum. I mean, that's a workout in itself. Yeah, for sure. And I got to replace hockey somehow. So how long, how long have you guys been playing Individually, like music, I guess. Um, I've been playing since fifth grade, so oh, uh, okay. be, oh shit. Whatever that age Ooh, is. How old are you in like fifth grade? Like eight, nine, ten, ten, ten. I think probably like twenty years for me at least. Wow, yeah, I'm old. <laughs> That's fair. And I think I'm close to fifteen. I was in seventh grade when I got my first bass. Whoa. Um, whoa, 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 what? Okay, so th- this is this is strange to me because so many people that we brought in have been like, yeah, I play guitar, and they needed a bassist, so I picked up a bass. And so it's just really cool. So bass was your instrument. Yes, but it... Thank you. <laughs> it was, yeah, you thank you, thank you, thank you. It was only my instrument because during the time, all of my neighborhood friends wanted to start a band. Okay. And they had already picked guitar and drums, and I was like, well... If uh, this is the biggest need that the scene has at the moment, let me jump in there and kill and that. I, I applaud you for that. Yes. <laughs> that is great. That's what my that's what I'm saying. My dad said that though. He goes, everyone needs a. There's a million guitars. There's always drummers. No, there's never a never. real bass player. <laughs> so that's why he made me play. <laughs> 
that's, that's fantastic. Awesome. I love that. Oh man. Okay, I'm growing more of a fan of you guys. Okay. <laughs> and what about yourself? Um, 13 is when I started, so it's okay. 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. 13. How old are you? I'm 31. I'm 29. I'm 27. I'm 31, so yeah. Okay. I'm not going to say. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll keep rolling. Okay. Um, that's great. Uh, so influential-wise, right? So, like, I'm not asking, like, of all time. It could be current. It could be, like, something that's just stuck with you. Musically speaking, what are some bands or musicians or albums that have just hit you so hard that it's just stuck with you throughout the music that you play? So, like, for example, like, Green Day's Dookie is a big one for me. Blood Sugar, Sex Magic by the Chili Peppers. Huge one for me. Uh, and the third one is definitely Nevermind by Nirvana. Like those three albums, ever since I was a kid, they remind me of my dad, they remind me of California, and they remind me of like musically where I come from. So what about for you guys? You can go first. Me? Oh, gosh. <laughs> He's like, I need some time. <laughs> um, well, Green Day's Dookie also was probably one of the biggest albums that, that got me started playing music. Um, I Reliant K too. <sighs> which that's, one? Which that's one? Which one? The uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Right? That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. That is a quality album to this day. Yes, if you it haven't is. listened to it recently, yep. definitely recommend. Um, who else? Like the Raccoon Tours. They just put out. Oh my God. What is wow. uh, that album with, with Steady as She Goes? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Steady She Goes. Um, that was. That's the first one. Yeah. That one had just not, come out right when I started playing, too. But, yeah, the newest one, too, is fantastic. My favorite is Consolers of the Lonely. Okay. That album? Yeah. Oof. It's got, uh, I forget, I think it's that one. It has Carolina Drama. It's okay. my favorite song of theirs. And when they came last year, they played it. And I, I was like, they're not going to play that one. That's just such a <laughs> out there song for them. They're not going to play it. And then they started... And I was like, oh, they're playing. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Magical moment. Yeah, Jack White. I think Jack White is one of our generation's like guitar or just musical legends, along with like Dave Grohl. Um, like they're just so influential in whatever they touch, whatever project yeah. they're doing, and it then does something for the industry in itself. So, awesome albums, awesome musicians. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, you two, follow that. Yeah, you, now you got to top that. <laughs> yeah. You got to. All right, so um, I don't know. I started out really, I was into punk rock when I was growing up. So uh, I was huge into like Sex Pistols, Ramones, Clash, stuff like that. Obviously, the newer stuff, Dookie, mm-hmm. was a huge one. Um, then I started getting into more like pop punk type stuff. So yeah, you got to throw in like Blink-182 and then you get Simple Plan, like all those bands. But um, as we talked about earlier, I'm definitely into more of the heavier stuff now. So newer stuff that I've been drawing from would be like something like Under Oath or Into Shikari or bands like that. Um, I've always listened to a ton of different music, so anything from like country, jazz to metal, EDM and stuff. So Hell yeah. But yeah, I think those would probably be where I derive most of my influence from. Quite. I guess at least from a drummer's perspective. Yeah. Right on. I think this is probably like the hardest question. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and honestly, it's, it's, yeah. it's just it's made to kind of because like I, I also love the blues, right? Yeah. Um, but in the band that we play, we don't really get to play a lot of blues. But every once in a while, I'll do something that's like, all right, I was kind of a little. I don't say like, I'm not gonna say I hate the blues, but man. It, it, everything comes from the blues yeah, I yeah. know and I, like, I know but it's just 
So you respect it for what it is, but it's not your preferred, yeah. you know, genre. I, I get that. I get that. I so got a be- story about that. I'll tell you in a second. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So when I was young, like when I first started playing guitar, it was all like my mom loved country music, like Tim McGraw and Garth Brooks and stuff like that. So when I first picked up guitar, I was like, oh, I love that riff. Like that, I want to be able to play that. Yeah. And I think like the summer before I got my first guitar, I listened to this riff of Tim McGraw like non-stop and I was like oh I want to play this I want to play this then I got my guitar and I started playing and it was classic rock like, what? yeah <laughs> Guns N' Roses I would listen oh. to it was back when uh, 1061 RDU was yeah. like, all classic rock music and I would quiz myself like name the bands that no were way that's so cool yeah, that's then, actually really good yeah. yeah and then high school I got so my friends got me into Chiodos. That was my first. Oh my gosh! Craig Owens. They're taking you for a ride there. Yeah. <laughs> so from there, I got into like the Devil Wears Prada and Underoath was a huge. Dude, band I, for me. I remember Sanctity of Brothers. Like, I heard it. No, not no, that. I'm thinking Underoath, but Underoath, uh, the new one. Have you heard the new stuff that they did? Yeah. Since they're like. Eh, we Not don't do religion Christian stuff anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're like, eh. it's. I don't know. I think they either lost a lot of fans, but picked up. I don't know. I liked it though. Yeah, it's, yeah. Definitely, it's different. Yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely different not the for same them. band because they it's lost still the guitar lit. player, and I don't know. But it's. I don't know. It still hits. I think. Yeah. So yeah. I thought it was dope. And then from there, I went to pop punk with Days in May, and then I started listening to like the All Time Low and. Mm-hmm all that stuff and so now it's just like a mix of everything yeah. I, li- I listen to rap like I like NF yeah and uh, Hobson I don't know okay like I'm very I like music with meaning when it has uh, I like hearing the lyrics and knowing the story behind it and um, melodies so anything that has that is good for me <laughs> but to pick out like an album or artist yeah I mean I always say if I could come back as anyone I would come back as Dave Grohl <laughs> that's a hell of a life. That's, man. Yeah, but that's like not much. No, that's 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 some solid material there. I mean, just all across, and and you can definitely hear on that. Uh, I think you and I kind of have the same story musically. Like, I don't think I've ever really ran into too much music that I was like, oh, I found them. You know, I, I like that band because of that. It's always been someone else who's been like, hey, have you heard of this? Mm-hmm. Uh, so like for me, it was my dad you know, with with music. And then later on in life, it was friends in college or, or Will, our, our original bassist, who'd be like, have you heard of Linkin Park? No, I'll check this out. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so he introduced me to a lot. Blink-182 had no clue who they were. He was like, oh, listen to this. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is good, too. Um, and then I was I was really influenced by MTV. So like their top ten, I'd always love to like pick out the bands and and groups and try to listen to them and see if I I, I knew what they were or, or if I'd heard of them. I felt I'd feel really cool if I'd already heard of them. Um, so that's just interesting. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I grew up. I mean, I grew up with classic rock. Like, oh, because my dad. You okay, know? that makes I mean, sense. And my dad, he didn't really care for the blues either. I mean. He was very like, like he grew. He loved like uh, Dire Straits, or mm. and, and like uh, his big Van Halen fan, and so like yeah right. So like, so yeah, the guys who would like do the, I don't know what you would call it, but like, I don't know, just been the the 
rules, I guess, with like certain things and so push the I, boundaries. Yeah, push the boundaries. And so like I guess that's how I developed and then so yeah, like the mine would have been but like now, right now, and I said it last night, album band wise, like RX Bandits and uh Finch Say Hello to Sunshine and then the uh Tool Anima. Like Tool I got into it late. But like <laughs> kind of not no okay. So Anima had just been out and I think I got it um I found them or discovered it because someone told me like a couple years after mm. and I just man I ran with that dude. Like it just <laughs> that's I, I, I give a lot of my sound and everything because of that. Because mm-hmm. Justin Chanceller, a tool like, I mean they're like mathematicians, music wise. Sometimes like, go try to do, go try to learn like, what was it? Forty six and two is like one of the, like not super hard, but it's it's really often weird. But it's once mm-hmm. you figure it out, that's a song. Once you figure out how to play, you're like, oh my god, I never want to stop playing this. That's me with uh, Black Dog by Led Zeppelin. I, I love that song. And then when I learned why it was written, I was like, oh, this is even cooler. And then learning to play it either on drums or guitar, I was like, this is so cool. And yeah. it's just such a offbeat kind of song. Um, speaking of which, unfortunately, we are coming on the hour. That was really fast. What? Uh, yeah, I, I honestly didn't feel that. <laughs> I did not feel like an hour at all. <laughs> so uh, at this point, we'd like to ask if you guys would be okay performing an acoustic song. Would you guys want to? You want to give it a shot, Joey? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Then take me home. Worth 
more than you know When I say you're wrong, are you listening? Can you hear my words, really take them in? Cause you're falling into your own trap You can't seem to let go of your past when I say you're wrong Are you listening? Are you listening? Circle. It's been great sitting down with you guys. Um, give us the name of the song one more time. Are you listening? That was great. Um, I, I I really like your guys' voice, man. That was uh, yeah. you guys are Just on point with. That. <laughs> Seriously. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, overall, thank you all for being on the show. We really appreciate you guys making the time yeah. while you're recording. Uh, this last little tidbit, we'd like to give back to the bands. If you guys want to uh, tell us where we can find you, recognize any artists who've helped you, or that you want to shout out, or, or anything you want to promote on your end, this is your time. So our EP that we released before the world came to a close, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's on Spotify and pretty much anywhere that you can stream, stream or yeah. buy music. We have physical copies too if you want one. On our band camp. Okay, good, good. Um, Really just um, emo Raleigh has a playlist on Spotify. I would say follow that because like there's a ton of amazing bands. Absolutely. In this area. Oh yeah. Like it's super underrated. When I moved to Raleigh, there's a booming music scene, but now it's like it's it's difficult for these amazing bands to get out there. So definitely check that out. Um, where can we find you on your socials? Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Logan, Logan Circle. Yep, Logan Circle or Logan Circle Band. Perfect. <laughs> or Logan Circle NC. Yeah. I love it. It's one of those. Uh, yeah, y'all and, can figure that out. Yeah, And we each have our own Instagram, but it's pretty much Joey Circle, Kaylee Circle. <laughs> Sean, Sean Circle. <laughs> underscore Circle. Yeah. I so, love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, well, again, we definitely appreciate you guys. We'll have you back in uh, another time to do, do a, a part two. A part two, uh, as well. We feel like we have more stuff that we, we want to talk a lot about. Of part twos. Yeah. <laughs> but Come an on. hour is just not enough. But we Never. also realized that the first one was like three hours long, and I was like, okay, we, maybe we should not. <laughs> <laughs> the second it's one was so like, easy. It's, it's so easy. It's just so yeah. easy. 
The second one was like a two hours, and we're like, I right, really gotta just start focusing on an hour. So that's why there's a hard stop at around the hour, um, or else we could just keep chatting all day long. I hear but you. Overall, thank you very much for being here. My name is Ben. Hi, I'm Alex. And we have Logan Circle to thank for today's episode. You all have a good night, okay? Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having us.